0: Oh,
2: I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you,
1: you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. This is our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. And as always, the Sports Buzz is sponsored by... The beautiful, the delicious, Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for every occasion. Beer for all occasions. I've never seen Ballad move that quick. That was bad. We forgot to grab beers. Anything for a beer, though. And Ballad knows. Ballad got right to work. I've got short legs, but they move very <laughs> quickly in times of dire need. Uh, we got Coach back in studio this week. If y'all were listening last week, he was uh, MIA. Bang, bang. P- P-U-P not P-U-P not physically enabled podcast just
0: oh I was physically enabled They fucking chained me to my damn desk last week dude I tell you what when whenever you work with somebody who is of equal partnership and you actually respect and then they go on a two week vacation
2: mm-hmm.
0: all that shit falls to you it's a two person job for one person two it's not fun but he's back so I made it
2: <laughs> shout out to that guy
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to my boy JT. So today is still December
1: fifth. Uh, recording on Howdy Tuesday. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> our, 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 our,
0: our... Hank's trying to get in here, dude. Sorry, you sorry, who else. This is in the this. only man ever censured by the Texas Propane Association
1: for lewdness and conduct unbecoming a propane salesman. Was a, that was a long one. That was, that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as always, recording from Austin, Texas And uh, thanks for hosting us here, Ballad <laughs> No! <laughs> <laughs> this is our amateur hour As always, things tend to go off the rails So
0: we'll try and uh, do our best Ooh, I fucking got that gnat, dude We're done we with go. that gnat, dude I Tell you what, you get me back this week I come in making changes happen
1: Coach <laughs> just murdered a gnat in cold blood There is blood Got him. Um, as I said, this is our amateur hour. If you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, please subscribe and follow. Give us some reviews. Um, like it, share it out with your friends. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we'll get into show business. Uh, we'll recap our conference championships from the week. Because uh, there, there was quite a toss-up. Um, our Texas 10 is going to involve a lot less Texas football and a lot more Texas basketball this week. Um, And then we'll get into our nightcap a little bit later on But as always Strangeland Brewery are Sponsors from day one um, Ask for it around town in Austin um, Even if they don't sell it If you ask about it Maybe they'll start selling it We want to get Strangeland in every single bar Around town um, That's the goal they got a new one out there The Old North Road mm. um, So give that one a try Perfect for the winter Nice dark beer Um and follow the Strangeland on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow us on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. And let's go ahead and get into show business. Bowl season's here, baby. Time to go bowling, boys. Let's Time to it. go bowling. Um we'll talk about some of the upcoming bowl games. Um and obviously the, the playoffs, the final four of the college football playoffs. Uh, Coach is back in studio, as we mentioned. If you weren't listening last week, he uh, apparently he was chained to his desk. That that might be something you want to take up with HR. Uh, Chad is not here. Chad, I guess, is chained to his desk. Couldn't leave work and uh, well, doesn't I'll, doesn't I'll, have a jersey.
2: You know, I'll speak for Chad for a second. You know, as a traveling vacuum salesman, as we approach the end of the year, this is a hard time for salespeople. You know you gotta get get as much as you can for the end of the year. Gotta hit that quota. Gotta gotta stack those dollars for the company. So I'm sure he's out there pushing
0: vacuums all across the great state of Texas. So yeah, man, you know, that's that's just how it is around this time of year. Everybody's buying real Christmas trees now, and you, you know when you buy a real Christmas tree, you get those pine needles on the ground. You gotta clean that up. What's the best way? That's a good point. Vacuum. Chad Goodall, he's got your vacuum. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but he's not here so I
1: don't have a jersey. Still. Mm. Still we're like two months in the NBA season. So Two <laughs> No Jersey. I'd be wearing it if, if I had it. So you're basically calling him a liar. I'm saying I'm I don't right. have a jersey and he had a debt to pay. <laughs> well
2: I'll call you a liar. It's a little chilly outside for jerseys. <laughs> I uh you're wearing a camo sweatshirt right now, which I could barely notice because it is camo. But uh I got those Texas eyes, I can see right through it. Um, I don't see you wearing jerseys anytime
0: soon Hey, he's a skinny kid, dude The jersey goes over the jacket. Oh, I got that, that's, okay. the way to do it. that is that's the way to do that's it
1: That's the way to do it I do it with football jerseys too I'm not
2: gonna lie I've only seen petite girls and small children be able to do that So <laughs> I, I didn't think that Spencer had the body type But I was I've been wrong before and it looks like I was wrong again Well,
1: I've seen big guys with hoodies under jerseys, so Oh <laughs> Hey, um it's bowl season, so hmm. it's it's that time again. It's time, time. for our it's time for our bowl pick'em contest. Oh, yeah, it is, and it is posted. I've shared it. Ballad shared it. It's on our sports buzz Facebook page.
0: It's mystery sweet season. Ooh, that's you what know we're gonna be getting
1: some gift sweet talk.
2: Oh yeah. I may have, I may have gotten, yeah, uh, a, maybe a source already sent me uh, some of the uh, the gifts that could be expected for bowl season. Mm, a source, huh? A source. Sources, I've gotten them from, I've, I have many sources. It so, wouldn't,
1: it wouldn't happen to be a guy who was on our show last week. Uh,
2: I can't say. I, I can't reveal my sources, uh, but I can't say that I have them, and that I have great information
1: next week when we uh, start to preview these bowls. If you missed our show last week. Emory Blake, former Auburn Tiger, national champion with Cam Newton and the Auburn Tigers that year. Go check that out. That's the biggest call in guest we've ever had. It was fucking awesome. And good friend of Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah. Apparently. And it was awesome. Good friend of of producer Ballad. Yeah.
2: Only a matter of time before we have Charles Barkley on the show. But (laughs) um I talked to Emory. He had a great time. He thanked everyone for having of having him. He wants to come in studio. And get a taste of this uh, strange thing we've been drinking. He said he felt a little left out that we uh, couldn't get him that, but uh, when he comes in, of
0: course, we'll make sure he
2: uh, has as much as he can. Oh, drink. we're gonna
0: have him well, in, even though he's welcome any and every time.
2: You know, let's let's jump right into conference. Wait, before we do that, uh, I didn't. I don't have this on the show guide, and you didn't mention the show bet, uh, which is not looking good. By the way, what are you uh, talking about? We're fine. We got ten. We got ten and a half
0: minutes left. A whole half of half.
2: Yeah, so a whole half of a half, and we're like halfway there. So uh, I'm not a, I'm not a mathematician. You're the accountant. Uh, tell us, what are our chances of hitting this over 147?
0: Well, we're currently at 86, uh, with 10.5 to go left in the second half. Uh, both teams are shooting fucking awfully from the field. But I would say our percentages are under 20%. Perfect. I've been on way less before. <laughs> uh, the thing I was—I wasn't even
2: going to bring that up. I was going to bring up that— and I haven't shared this either of you tonight. Uh, next week, Alana uh, is still alive. And oh I know we, and I know we got her for March Madness. But since she's still alive. Is she I've bowl been, picking? And I've been feeding her this whole time. She has to pick bowls. She has to. I mean, she has to. Are we going to do it the same way with the wheel? I haven't thought of a new way. And I won't. So uh, I can only imagine that that is how we will be doing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Facebook Live next week, Alana picking bowls in can't the hamster wheel. I
0: can't wait um well ooh, i got a huge tv delivered today so we'll have a nice big box that we can use we may even be able to set up a little cool deal for it to be tbd tbd
1: well hey we gotta talk conference championships all been damned do we have to we do we do and we're gonna start with the shit games um out of the way acc Clemson, Miami, not close. It was thirty-eight, nothing at halftime, and I believe thirty-eight to three was the final. The turnover chain non-existent in that game, non-existent. Well, turnover chain is dead. Well, they cut it in halftime, so obviously it couldn't be used. Which
2: pretty good move by uh, Dabo <laughs> Sweeney to somehow procure a fake turnover chain, and they get stro- uh, scissors
1: strong enough to cut it. Dude, they use like garden shears. How do they cut through that with garden shears? It must have been some really shitty metal. But have been some like Mardi Gras beads there. Regardless, thirty-eight Man. to three was the final. <laughs> Coach, you were you were right on that one. Um,
0: Clemson, moving on, number one team in the country now. Um, I think Dabo is a hotter commodity than Nick Saban at this point, and I think Nick Saban's losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, Nick Saban does not like that. Which is probably why he made phone calls to every member of the playoff committee to make sure he got in that game. <laughs> but we're going to get into that.
1: He, he did more than make phone calls. The Pac-12 game was actually close and exciting. The USC-Stanford game, 31-28 was the final. Um, USC dominated on offense, so it was, but, all, it was all USC on offense. USC.
0: It was more of a non-consequence game. There wasn't really anything to play for.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and um, but thirty one twenty eight. It was it was close. That was a that was a Friday night game, which was kind of weird.
2: Yeah, it was really weird because I had a Christmas party to go to and I couldn't <laughs> watch it. Uh, but didn't matter because Uncle Mac had a little latch uh, on this one. It was We're, good. Uh, that was the best part of Uncle Mac's week.
1: Um, <laughs> Oklahoma destroyed TCU once again. Baker Mayfield four touchdowns. Um, didn't have huge numbers, but the four TDs, and they, they jumped out to a hot start. It was
0: a weird game.
1: It kind of was. They, I mean... The they, turf
0: ripped. No. No. Oh, that was a Not, not even that game. game, yeah. Uh, so Oklahoma drives, first drive of the game, the kick a field goal. First play of TCU's offensive day is a fumble returned for a touchdown for Oklahoma. They go up 10 nothing. game starts to kind of get out of hand. <sighs> And then it's, I believe it was like 24 to 7 or 24 to 3 at one point. It gets back to 24 17. You're thinking, oh shit, maybe this is a game. TC doesn't score the rest of the game. It's nope. over. It's nope. so a walk, cakewalk. Baker Mayfield's going to win the Heisman, right? I mean, here's I the thing. Love. I talked about this with my boy JT at work today. And honestly, if you're concerned about ratings and money and all these things why would you give the heisman trophy to a guy who's had to publicly apologize three times this year for antics that are unbecoming of a senior i mean right. it's it's a goddamn joke and my boy lamar jackson is in here doing the right things for a shitty team. The only reason that can't get behind him. The
1: only reason you want Lamar Jackson to win is because you picked him as the preseason
0: Heisman. Hey, you're goddamn right. <laughs> but also because he's not playing Kansas, the Kansas Jayhawks doing a little jerk-off motion on the sideline. I mean, come on, Baker. It's the Kansas Jayhawks.
1: No, he's playing worse <laughs> teams and playing like shit
0: and He doesn't play like shit. Tell you what. I tell you what. Although, I really honestly would like to see Bryce Love get it. He's almost a 2,000-yard rusher. He won't. He'll get 2,000 yards with the bowl game. He'll finish third. Bryce he, Love will finish third. He will, and that's what's absolutely sad. I I mean, I hope at least Bryce Love finishes second. I don't think Lamar Jackson... What do you think about your boy Saquon Barkley just getting absolutely disrespected, not even getting invited? It's bad. You know, Penn
2: State had a couple of big losses, which did not help them out, which is a testament that this trophy does not go to the best player in college football. It goes to the best player on the best team, which is probably why Baker Mayfield's going to win it. But this is good news for us, because every time a a team has a player win the Heisman, they never win a national championship. So OU can have the Heisman. If they... Lose to if they just don't win the national championship, I'll be very excited.
1: Fuck well, you, Corey. <laughs> fuck you, Corey. You can't answer our phone calls. Yeah. Um. You did not
0: know win wins bets. He, he didn't get a p- phone call tonight. let uh. Shame. <laughs> shame. Let's move on to. <laughs> he only answers when we're talking shell. Let's
1: move on to the Big Ten Championship, which so was a great game as well, um, where the turf did actually rip. Ohio State hangs on to beat Wisconsin by 6 points, 27-21. This is one that I couldn't stop watching. Even as exhausted as I was Saturday night, I couldn't stop watching. Because Alex Hornibrook has a terrible arm. He is awful. He's so bad. And he still <laughs> threw the ball like 40 times. J.K. Dobbins from the LaGrange, Texas tore it up. Hundred and seventy four yards on seventeen carries. Between JK Dobbins. <laughs> that's how what's his fucking face kept saying all night. <laughs> was that on Fox? Yeah. So it was uh Oh, what's his name? Gus Bradley? Gus. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson, that's yeah, a... Gus, JK Gus is Gus Dobbins. Is the <laughs> Dobbins.
0: And he's running for four yards.
1: <laughs> he's exciting, man. Love watching him uh
0: He's excitable. It Man, all Wisconsin had to do was win. Uh, I mean, I had to stop watching after that turf ripped, and they just chose to add more rubber to it. They commentaried
1: over... the what? turf rip. They, I walked outside. I was like, no, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, because I can't do to, this shit. They com- like, live coverage that. Like, I... Just go to commercial. Oh go, to, go to a
2: five-minute commercial. Who cares? So I was going to say, I would have rather had the commentary than the commercials. What? Like, I thought it was admirable, and I don't really comment, Stupid. I don't really give Fox a lot of compliments, but, you know, between that and Downey commercials, I'll take the live action on the field. It's, it's one, something you've never seen before. Um, to get a little behind-the-scenes sure. work, Work usually you have to wait for DVDs to see that kind of stuff. And, like, the commentary, although it was not fantastic, they put it in an effort, and again, Better than commercial. So I, I disagree with both of you.
0: Yeah, you that. usually you gotta know a guy who knows a guy to hear about how turf is put onto a field. Of course. But before we move on from this, because this is irrelevant, this game is, I mean, Wisconsin blew it, honestly. But why do you only have one fucking person trying to fix a piece of turf that ripped out of two different places? And honestly, they only tried to fix the front part for like, 15 minutes, they had a and guy then there was a, like, five-foot rip up the seam, too. They had they a guy just, with the rake. Yeah, after about 15 minutes of the one guy working on it. But, I mean, honestly, Which after, is why I went outside. After you pour 20 pounds of rubber pellets onto a turf, I have a feeling that's not gonna work anymore. There has to be another solution. It, it was a fucking joke, honestly. It was weird. It was that dope. was weird. Well, let's move on to games that matter.
1: Yeah, we gotta talk about the... The one big-time game. You mean
2: talking about Memphis-UCF? the uh, <laughs> No, the, that's that's uh, not on my... The uh, AAC championship game. It was a great one. That's uh, 62-55. UCF remains undefeated. Took two overtimes to get there, but uh, what a fantastic game. If he had the over, what a pick here. Memphis, a great season. UCF remains undefeated. They probably should have made the playoffs over a, a team I won't mention right now, but... Uh yeah, that was a great game. Let's get on to Great game. Uh, the coach was on next.
1: The coach was so excited about that game that he said, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." Yeah, it was uh it was crazy. But
2: yeah, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, about? we're going yeah,
1: to we're going to talk about the SEC, which is probably arguably the biggest conference in college football. Not anymore. Not after that uh, UCF Memphis game. <laughs> and Georgia Bulldogs and Auburn Tigers Faced off for the second time this year Auburn beat the
2: <laughs> hey so pun intended
1: pun intended dog shit out of
0: the bulldogs the first time so I want to give you guys a number because I didn't hear this last week going into this game in SEC championships where a team has previously beaten the team they are playing uh-huh. teams are seven and one. This is only the second time that a team has lost to a team that they had previously beaten in the season.
1: I heard something like that, too. Usually it's, you know, the team that won the first time is going to win again the second time by even more. You look at it with OU and TCU. Um, about explain to us what happened. What happened to your your Tigers? <clears throat> yeah, um,
2: Auburn did not play well. Uh, Stenham did not have a good game. The, the worst part about this is the game started exactly like the iron bowl they scored first they're driving down they even got the unnecessary fumble in the red zone and then georgia scored and that's almost exactly how the iron bowl started so i felt fine after that but auburn never recovered from that that fumble in the red zone it was all georgia from there the rushing attack from their two-headed monster was was too much for an Auburn defense, and really an Auburn team that's played Georgia whoever they played before Alabama, Alabama and Georgia back to back like there's just a body blow factor that has to factor in at some point well and Carrey, so they
1: they looked tired. Car Johnson game. took a nasty couple of hits against Alabama, yeah, um he had thirteen carries for forty four yards. Now he this was clearly not the same no.
2: um georgia had auburn's number um after taking the beating that they took against auburn you knew you know they had it circled you know that they prepared you know they were going to prepare of course but they prepared even more for auburn of course had a chip on their shoulder i wouldn't be surprised if auburn went in you know thinking that they could beat georgia without you know putting maximum effort and not to say that they didn't try their hardest but Um, you know, despite the fact that coach or the stat that coach just gave us, it is really hard to beat a team, a good team twice without saying twice in like three or four weeks. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a hard game to watch. Um, Haley and I, (laughs) so throw back to last week. If you remember in the iron bowl, I sacrificed an old lady. Uh, during the game, which Haley and I thought might be the reason why we weren't losing because I hadn't sacrificed anything, so uh, we killed a plant in the middle. Uh, in the middle of the game. We, uh, oh my god! Yeah, we we uh, we killed a, a plant that Haley been working on very hard. Uh, but I told her that we had to kill this, or it was either her or or one of her two cats, and we couldn't decide which of the two cats to kill. So we just picked a plant, and sure, that's um, yeah, probably a smarter idea. It wasn't enough.
0: Let's see, well, I think you should drew blood. Like, you needed blood. That was the key.
2: Uh, But, gentlemen, before we get into the college football playoffs discussion, uh, can I make a case for why Auburn should have been in Regardless of this loss to Georgia. No, 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 absolutely, no, absolutely not. not. They've We're lost talking, three let me, games. We throw a couple stats at you. We throw a couple stats at you. First you can off, throw
1: whatever you want. And I'm not going to believe you. First if you, off, if you're going to
0: read this bullshit that you posted on Twitter, I don't want to hear it. I mean, I mean, yeah,
1: they beat two number one teams. Big fucking
2: deal. They lost three games. No, that's not what I said. I, if, you, if you if you if you take the total if you take the total <laughs> score between Auburn and Georgia between their two matches up uh, matchups, Auburn fair. won 48-45. So. You know, if you're going to have teams play twice, you might as well just look at the total body work between those two games. Uh, They won that one by three.
0: This, This isn't soccer. You don't get the
2: aggregate. And then, so Auburn has, what, three losses. The first two to Clemson and LSU. Both teams represented by Tigers. So you could argue, and I think I will, that the Tigers won both those games. So really, Auburn only had one loss to Georgia. And really, if you put a Tiger in a Bulldog... Uh, let's say 11 tigers and 11 bulldogs on a football field who do you think would win not in a football match but it's an all-out brawl
1: that's, you, a, you, you that's would put, a horrible argument you to would have. put your
2: money on the tigers there's no doubt about it the tigers would eat every single bulldog that was on that field so yeah i think auburn should be in
0: you know i heard something like this once where it was a uh, 10 gorillas 10 silverback gorillas versus 100 brock lesners who would win our
1: block listeners.
0: I think the Gorillas are there. It's always the Gorillas, for sure. This is stupid. This is a stupid <laughs> argument. We need to get into our segments. We're with... going to argue anything. UCF should be in. They have a fucking goose hey, egg in the loss hey, column.
1: Let's break down this playoff. Let's break down this playoff. Let's break it down. This fucking shitty, shitty playoff. It's not shitty. That's not terrible. UCF doesn't deserve to be there. They deserve it. Um, so we're going to get our hey, look national look championship rematch. We're going to get Alabama and Clemson. Clemson being the number one
0: team, in the, uh, in the playoff. Alabama being the four seed. Um, this is like the NBA finals, dude. Like we're getting the same fucking matchup three fucking years in a row. Well, like everyone's fucking. Luckily, tired of it. luckily, luckily, what? we don't have to have that as a national championship. Guess what? Everyone outside of the fucking East Coast is tired of it. Okay. Well,
1: let's. So we got we got Alabama, Clemson, and we have Oklahoma, and. The dogs. Hmm. The Georgia Bulldogs. Um, let's start with the 1-4 matchup. <clears throat> what do you guys think on Clemson with the rematch of last year's national championship with Alabama?
0: They're going to kick the fuck out of Alabama, honestly. Um, my boy, Bo Scarborough, Whoa. who I truly appreciate as a running back. Um, he's going to have next-level careers in the He's a beast. Jalen Hurts is just not a good quarterback. He's terrible. He I mean hot take. Let's let's be fair. I would take Jalen Hurts on my team any day, but Jalen Hurts is not the perennial quarterback you that you want. He he cannot throw the ball downfield. Um his accuracy lacks, but that's not Alabama's game and so he fits kind of what they need, but he's just not he hasn't developed into what they've truly needed, and that's kind of the bigger problem. But let's look at Clemson. All around on offense, they're fucking good. On defense, they're faster than most offenses they play against, and they're bigger and stronger. This is a complete Clemson team. I don't care what you look at in the last two years that what Clemson's had. This is the best defense they probably had in the last three years in a whole sense. Yeah. Um, Clemson's a real deal. I see them getting to the national championship no problem. Um, I think they beat... I think they get to a, a good enough lead, and Alabama climbs back in the game, but I don't think they ever are down in this game.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I really, I really don't. I agree with you. Um, not
2: so much for how good Clemson is, not the discount, that they are really good, and they are you know balanced on all sides of the field, but Alabama has a lot of injuries. They're really beat up on defense, mm-hmm. and they've been exposed by another group of Tigers that for now, we'll go unnamed, but I just I just don't, th- and Dabo Sweeney always has Clemson ready for the big game. Uh, so does Nick Saban, so it, it seems like kind of a mute argument, but Clemson is just a big game team. You saw it against Miami, where they waxed them at 38-3. to uh, They're going to be ready for Alabama. They already have beat them in the last two years. I, I just don't see them beating a Clemson team that's this good with as many injuries as they have right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna go a totally different direction than that, um, and just hate on Alabama because Auburn beat them. But um, no, I already said all that stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, I like Clemson in that one. It's gonna be a good game. I think. I think it will be closer than you guys think. Um, I think is... I don't think it's gonna be a
0: not a close game. I just think Clemson is gonna find a way to win. I think. I, I think so. Gore will be close in the end. However, I don't think the game itself is close, okay, and, and that's what I'm saying. like well, I, I can see Clemson getting out to like a 17-3 lead and just never looking back. Maybe it ends like 31,28 or something like that, but like, you know what I mean? like something close, but I, I just don't see Clemson giving up anything on any well, side of the ball.
1: what what uh what do you think about Oklahoma and Georgia? What do you think about um, the favorite to win the Heisman Baker Mayfield? That terrifyingly powerful Oklahoma offense against a very good Georgia defense. I mean, it's going to be one against <clears throat> one, good against the other good. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, I think Oklahoma's big... Uh, they're fast. They're well, really well, fast. They're, well, their big weakness all year has been their defense. Yeah, They play in the Big 12 where... Uh, No one plays defense, including them.
0: Scoring is what matters. And
2: Georgia is going to run it down their throats. They're going to do what they do. They've got two running backs that are both going to play on Sundays at some point. So I I think Georgia wins this game. I think it's handily. Wow.
0: Coach? I think this is going to be a very good game. I do, too. I I do, too. I think of the three games out of this playoff, I think this is going to be the best game to watch. Um, And here's why. This is not a Bob Stoops Oklahoma. This is a Lincoln-Riley Oklahoma. And and I was talking about this earlier with someone. And yes, Oklahoma is known for choking in big-time bowl games, whether it's national championships or sugar, orange, whatever, secondary bowl games, BCS bowls, whatever it may be that was with Bob Stoops with Lincoln Riley this has been a very very different Oklahoma team and it's a very resilient Oklahoma team I think Oklahoma may get down in this game but I think they climb back I think it'll be one of those nail biter games where you're just glued to the TV drunk as fuck rooting for whoever has the football Um, if George is holding the football as much as I hate Baker Mayfield... I, I, I just don't have skin in this game, so I really just want to see a shootout. Honestly, like I, I, just, wanna, I want to see Nick Chubb go the fuck off and show NFL scouts he's ready. I want to see Baker Mayfield stay composed and show NFL scouts he's ready. I want I, to see Baker Mayfield go off for about 400. I want to see Nick Chubb go off for about 200.
1: I want to see From go off for... I want to see a big game. 250. And I think it will be. It's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be high-scoring. That that OU offense is going to find a way to break that Georgia defense. Their
0: playmakers are studly. I'm anticipating an Oklahoma-Clemson national championship, and I'm anticipating that Oklahoma gets blown the fuck out in a national championship. However, this is a Lincoln-Riley Oklahoma. This is no longer Bob Stoops, and Bob Stoops choked at every turn possible. Yes, he has a national championship or whatever. Fine. But this is a different Oklahoma team. They have a different attitude. They have a different mantra. And I think it has shown all year long. I think that's what will make this game so good.
1: Yeah, it's it's playoff football, man. Like, nothing better. We, we got to wait till January 1st to I, see it. But, hey, a I lot think, of time to talk about it. I think you'll see Smash Mouth
0: Coach. and then Shootout. That's what I think you'll see. Out of I agree. Players.
1: Coach, go ahead and break down
0: or bring in our new segment. We got a brand new segment, boys. <laughs> it's called Deal with the Devil. Ballad, you're going to bring this in, but Nick Saban and his devilish deal with ESPN. Yeah, what is Deal
2: with the Devil? Tell deal with the Devil. Uh, this is probably the first and only time we're going to do this segment. But
1: <laughs> huh, uh, said it now.
2: if anybody watched... College game day, Saturday morning, Uh, they unfortunately had to watch Nick Saban come on set and talk with all the clowns that, that do their thing on Saturday morning, and very, very quickly into this segment, you could easily see that Nick Saban had made a deal with the devil. Did either of you guys watch game day Saturday
0: morning? Did not.
2: No, no, I was actually in a deer blind. At 4.30 in the morning. Let me let me tell you what happens on game day Saturday morning. So you know that you, they have celebrity guest pickers come in to pick the games, right? Of course. Well, of course. Nick Saban was not that person. They brought him right before that. And they said, hey, Nick, um, why don't you come in and talk to us about getting your ass beat by the number one rival you have in Auburn. And then why don't you also stick around through a commercial break. And talk to us about how good Clemson is—the team that whooped your ass in the national uh, national championship last year. And then why don't you talk a little bit more about why you think Alabama can be in the playoffs? And that was the deal he made with the devil. Say, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my crimson blazer on, put a little pin on, and I'm gonna come in and grit my teeth. Talk about me getting my ass beat by my rival, getting beat by the national championship, and the that was his part with the devil. The gain was that he got all day on ESPN to talk to whoever he wanted about why es or why Alabama should be in the playoffs. And I'm not really arguing that Alabama shouldn't have been in the playoffs. They're they're probably the number the, one of the best teams in the country, top four for sure. But it's just how it all went down. Like, Nick Saban, I'm just wondering what it took and why Nick Saban was like, you know, I'm going to go on game day and just humiliate myself and talk about all the losses I've had in the last two years. But you know what? I get to go on ESPN radio and talk to everybody and switch as many minds as I can. And it worked out for him. But, yeah, deal with the devil. I'm not sure who's the devil here, Nick Saban or ESPN, but I know the devil was definitely involved.
0: I can almost guarantee it's Nick Saban, because I can almost guarantee that Nick Saban has a burner phone, and that burner phone is full of college football playoff committee member phone numbers, and he called every single one of those motherfuckers. And recruits. And said, hey, well, let's be clear, the recruits are freshmen and sophomores in high school. Uh, Which (laughs) which is illegal. illegal. (laughs) But... He called every one of those motherfuckers and told them, if you put those Golden Knights in over my Alabama Crimson Tide, I'm not donating shit towards you. You're never going to see a single lick of money from me ever or the Alabama University program. You're never going to get any help from our boosters. It's all about money. And honestly, hell may may as well burn in a green flame because it seems like money is the only thing that matters anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters. We gotta move on. Ballad. Who are you calling? It's time to call somebody.
2: Yeah, call a moving company. Let's call let's start by calling up uh Scott Frost, the former coach of the University of Central Florida Knight, Golden Knights. Now traveling over to Nebraska, his a la mater. Uh college football was super excited all year to talk about.
1: That didn't take long.
2: Yeah, exactly. One year, that undefeated happened. season he said, peace, I'm out. Hey, that's that's kind of what these uh these uh Group of five schools are. You get in, you do well, you get you get your paycheck. So good for Scott Frost going back to his alma mater Nebraska.
1: He's gonna make a lot more money there. Than they, ran the, they
2: ran the option. I don't know if you've heard or not, but they they used to do that. So yeah, that yeah, was
1: they were damn good back in the nineties. something they talked about nineties and early two thousands. They were damn good. Nine aircraft.
2: Uh, quick uh, first impressions on Scott Nancy Frost in Nebraska. Do you guys think it's a good hire?
0: Yep. Uh, I think it's a great hire because that means Mike Riley got fired, and he's in my coach's dead pool, so good for me. Very good. Our next one, uh, Herm Edwards taking the bus.
2: uh, Idiot! sorry, calling the moving company from Bristol all the way to Tempe, Arizona State. Idiot. You don't like this?
1: No. Herm Edwards is ready to party, dude. Herm Edwards had a cake job. He is ready to party. All he had to do was sit there in a nice ass suit that they provided, didn't have to do shit, and just talk about NFL football, and now all of a sudden he wants to go back to college? Makes no fucking sense. What Herman Everett is off is rocker. This is gonna turn out very, very bad for Arizona State. I'm telling you right now. The the thing that makes me feel the, 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 very bad. that I
2: know is gonna be bad for Arizona State is they have already come out and basically said like, hey, we hired Herm Edwards to be the CEO of our football team, not really the head coach. Um, they're basically saying, hey, can we bring in Mac Brown from the last four years of his uh, tenure at Texas? And I do not see this ending well for Arizona State at all. Put it on your calendars. Arizona State plays Texas State 2024. Texas State gets their big win over pac team for the first time. Write
1: it down. I'd be surprised if Herman was is still alive at that point. But he's going to set them back. Better so, yet,
2: they're going to see. He's going to set them back so far. I agree. They're not
1: going re- to. This, this is going to recover. This is going to turn out so bad for Arizona State. This is a huge
0: mistake. Huge, I mean, horrible hire. Okay, I'm going to sit on the other side of the table from you guys on this one because Arizona State doesn't really have any further to fall. Like they're they're a party. They're, they're a party school that is mediocre at football at best. And, I mean, honestly, they fired a coach after a win. Like, to me, it makes sense to hire Herm Edwards to bring in some coaching culture. And I think that's ultimately what they want. I I don't think it's a long-term deal for Herm Edwards to be the coach of Arizona State. You play to win the game. That's what fat people say. Herm Edwards never said that. Herm Edwards did say that. It's one of the best post-game
1: oh, news right. conferences I'm thinking, of all time. I'm
0: thinking of... Uh, you play Dan, to no, win the, the game. Sure. They're but, not going to win very many games with him. But they will win the party. And ultimately, that is what's most important in college. True. Uh, other coaches moving around. Willie Taggart. <laughs> this came coach. out today.
1: <laughs> wah, 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 breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> well, breaking news. On
2: Friday. Uh, Willie Taggart, the head coach of Oregon, (laughs) jumping ship after one year to make the move to Florida State. His home state. Um, He's a Florida guy. This was kind of written on the wall. People were predicting this. Uh, One
1: year at Oregon. He made him bowl eligible, got seven wins, and said, kind of like Scott Frost, peace, I'm out. I got a better opportunity. I hate the weather up here. Yeah, fucking sucks. I'm going back to the beach. Um, Not surprised at all. Not
0: surprised at all. He is leaving a 420 friendly state, though. Yeah, it's true. And coaches don't get tested. Do they not? Really? Why would they? I don't know. It's not performance enhancing for coaches. Uh,
1: don't ask. <laughs>
0: uh, I, <laughs> I am not surprised Willie Taggart's gone. Honestly, this is a good for you for Willie Taggart. He's going yeah. home. He's Agreed. going where he's most comfortable. Honestly, this is bad news for Chip Kelly, who could have just waited this out a little bit longer and gone back to where he would have been welcomed with open arms. Or he could have gone to A&M
1: and made $75 million.
0: But no, he chose UCLA. I don't blame him.
1: He's he's only there for a little bit. He's going back to the NFL soon. Yeah, right.
0: Uh,
2: next <laughs> one, we got Jimbo guy over here. Fisher. Jimbo, calling the moving company, traveling from Tallahassee to College Station. He's going to be the new head coach at Texas A&M. He's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money for any sort of job, much less a college football coach. Uh, what is this? Seventy-five ten million dollars years. over ten years, all guaranteed. Ten years,
1: seventy-five million.
0: Guaranteed. one hundred percent guaranteed.
1: Seven and a half million dollars a year. Woo! Jimbo.
0: Getting paid more than Nick Saban. I gotta say though, I'm 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 playing our coach's Deadpool under protest now because I'm playing under protest Jimbo too. Jimbo did not get fired. He resigned Ooh. under his own free will. Look, I, listen, I listened to the pod last week. Time Look, out. Before we get started on this, We're going to say we don't have time to do it. We're going to so, have to settle this in the back end of everything. When I'm,
2: baseball season comes up, we will settle this. <laughs> we will settle this in baseball season. I will say, though, real quick, I think Jimbo Shipper is – yeah, Jimbo Fisher is jumping a ship at Florida State. I think some shady stuff going on, and he just needed a reason to get out. He went and got as much money as he could from a school that was dumb enough to give it to him. And I think you're going to see Florida State see some some sort of violations coming down. That Jimbo Fisher like, you know what? i got to get out of town before this comes down. So I, that's just a, a take with zero uh,
0: sources or anything, but I just think it's going to happen. I guarantee that Board of Regents said, we will make your life a living fucking hell if you stay here. Get the fuck out or your life is going to be a disaster.
1: Did you guys hear the the audio clip of the person who's like, Where's the loyalty? Like yeah. while he was at a press conference. he's it great. It's fucking awesome. Well, now Jimbo's gotta go to uh fish camp at AM and learn all the traditions <laughs> and gotta do the stupid shit that they do at AM. Coach, your sister your sister would know all about all that garbage that they do.
0: Texas Hey, a- woo! Oh God, that's that shit. That's. I'd that rather shit. not.
2: That's disgusting. You said my Texas Aggies earlier.
0: With a fucking Longhorn ring on. He's got a Longhorn <laughs> ring on. Yeah.
1: Hey, we gotta hit a break, um, and then we're gonna talk about that that Texas Longhorn team that you got your ring on. We're gonna we're gonna talk our Texas ten. It's going bowling. We'll be right back with a little bit more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now. You hear? so it's a just me? trust me
0: something in the dark just above me something like a dream state you call it clean break go ahead and fast fantastic go ahead and buy
1: welcome back to the sports bus we are intensely watching our show bed game the and Maggies
0: are down
1: to down to my eggs for tonight oh,
0: down three it's now, now a three-point game 65 62 arizona is up there is 5.8 seconds left in the second half someone's gonna take a timeout here nope nope
1: no, no the eggs are now. not gonna use their only timeout left with uh 5.8 seconds left yes. bold
0: move these guys are clowns eggs right. are not gonna use it we need this game to go to overtime to hit the over they are risking an undefeated season right now oh good block oh good he's open oh my god what a Oh!
1: oh!
0: And in and out. They called a foul. They called a foul. foul. They called a foul. Wow. That's a three-point shot foul. Oh my god. Duh. I and, would And this is crucial to our show bet. Let's let's clear this up for everyone. So our show bet is we took the over on 147 to 147. Score. Currently we are at 6265, which for you counting at home is 127. Less than 147. Less than our show bet. If we get to overtime, we have a chance. If, if we... he if he would have made that oh shot. Oh my god
1: and got the foul the game would be over that'd be bad for the game would be over that'd have been terrible oh that would be so bad we will
2: intently wait on these free throws of course we forgot to talk about chicken wings we we did forget to talk about chicken wings (laughs) but as you guys are in here watching the outcome of this game i got them started you guys have not seen flavors do you have a flavor pick for the night mango habanero Ooh, mango habanero yep
1: coach i'm gonna go classic buffalo He's been riding on classic Buffalo for a while now. Yeah,
2: well, tonight you guys are both wrong. We're having we barbecue wings. So.
0: Ah, you know it. what's
2: funny? Every time that Chad's not here, barbecue. We have why? A, we have the a mild, mild, non-spicy. The mild spicy the Give me the spicy, man. We'll see. You well, they've been marinating since he, Sunday. So you thought Chad was gonna be here? I was gonna be here.
0: Man, um,
2: did I hit? Oh, yeah, I did hit record. I was like, damn, did I forget to do that? Well,
1: here we go. Um Yeah, we're in there. We're in our let's get into our Texas 10. What do you think? Let's talk Texas 10. Um We are gonna take a little bit of a break from football. The Longhorns are gonna be playing in the Texas Bowl against Missouri. In Houston. In Houston at Reliant. NRG, whatever the fuck it's called now. Um NRG is what it's called. Yeah, I know what it's called. <laughs> I've no I've always known it as Reliant.
0: But we get to play an old Big Twelve rival.
1: Yeah, and their coach just left. He did just leave. So they have no coach. Well, yeah. Is he gonna coach the bowl game or was it their coach or their OC? No, it was their coach. Their coach. Hubel. Left. Hubel,
0: right? Uh, Heibel. It was the the dude from OU. Is it Heibel? I I can't fucking figure out his name. It's H E U. Heibel or it's not it's
1: not Hibel. They
0: had a Hibble and a Heibel.
1: It's yeah, hypo It's some stupid fucking It's hypo The dude from O The quarterback from OU Either way Ballad's never gonna be able to say it No No, no. Not But uh we'll, we'll talk about that In later oh. weeks <laughs> Um but We're gonna talk some Texas basketball Um While we try and And watch our Our show bet Oh, oh God, no I it. Oh up. no It's game over Oh no Your Aggies are the worst <laughs> <laughs> Just terrible. Make one miss, miss the last. I guess um, Texas basketball got a good win. We talked about it on our uh, on our pro show. Um, big win in Shaka Smart's return to VCU uh, in Richmond with uh, against Virginia Commonwealth. It, Texas had a fourteen point lead and a thirteen point lead in the second half, and damn near threw that thing away like they did against Duke. <laughs> Damier threw it away. You know they had to battle back against Gonzaga and go to overtime, and they were just exhausted. But they looked exhausted again tonight. Um, got off to a big lead. Olsukowski was was hitting threes. Andrew Jones had 15 points in the first 10 minutes of the game. Olsukowski
0: um, is my favorite player.
1: Olsukowski is a badass
0: dude for sure.
1: Yeah, he's uh, a senior. He's a he's a transfer from Tulane. Kid is a stud. He's sat out his year, and he's making the most of it. He's going to play in the NBA yeah. because of the way he's playing.
2: His name's hard to say. I call him Blackjack, number 21, right? You know, it's much easier. And I heard, this is I, a shout-out to all the tattoo parlors in Austin. Can somebody finish up this guy's sleeve? Like, huh? he's got the most half-assed sleeve that I'm sure was done in New Orleans, which everything a half-assed is done in there. But now that you're in Austin, get some respectable ink on your arm. Like if you're Tul- gonna have it, get it done.
1: Tulane is not really close to New Orleans.
2: It's in Tulane Sh- is literally it's in, in New Orleans. No, it's in Shreveport. I'll bet you whatever you want. The Tulane is definitely in New Orleans.
0: Y'all yeah, settle this bet, and I'll look it up right now.
2: What do you What do you want to bet on it?
1: I don't want to bet. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm actually, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it is in Shreveport. I thought it was in like. It's definitely New Orleans.
0: Lafayette or. Oh, yeah? Where the Louis- University of Louisiana Lafayette no, is?
1: No, 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 Just tell me where it's at. It's in New Orleans. I've already told you twice. <laughs> I'm not the person
2: to question on New oh, Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. I know I have blacked out every time I've been there. I don't remember a lot of things that happened, but... But I know Tulane is <laughs> I there. knew Tulane. And I, have a, I actually have a story where I remember that's not good for the podcast, so... Yeah, we'll uh, pass. Tell us more about Texas
1: basketball.
0: Texas basketball... How, how sure are you that Tulane is not in New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a percentage.
1: And now I'm like 1%. New Orleans
0: now that the field. You should be fucking it. zero because it's absolutely in New Orleans. Now it's zero.
1: Mr. New Orleans.
0: 100% in New Orleans. <laughs> and Texas A&M sucks. And we lose another bet.
2: Show bet moves to 3-3. Three and three. Wow, gentlemen, what do you what do you uh, what do you guys have to say for yourselves?
1: Well, let's talk about Texas basketball. Um, good win tonight against VCU on the road. First road win since March fourth of twenty sixteen. True road win. Um, Mo Bamba his second career double double. He had a slam dunk that was nasty. Just absolutely posterized somebody. Almost broke the rim. Um, Andrew Jones. Hopefully, he didn't break his wrist, but I'm pretty sure he broke his wrist by the way he fell. Um, had a guy underneath where he was supposed to land. Should have been a foul called. Wasn't. Um, Curran Rush really didn't do shit tonight. But our boy Dio, Dylan Osikowski. absolutely the best player on Texas' team.
0: He's the man, dude. Either He's the best player if, on even Texas. Even when uh, Mo Bamba gets in foul trouble... Osakowski is the go-to post guy, and he can do it from and all, can hit, and can hit three. all spots on the offensive side of the floor. It's, it's absolutely amazing. It's great to watch that guy play. He definitely will be playing in the NBA at some point. <clears throat> this game, uh, over-under on the Texas game, was 46,
2: and it went under. Uh, Texas did not cover the spread either. Six and a half, minus Texas.
0: So keep that so keep that in mind. Those, those high forties. I, I No good. I do not see Texas honestly beating the spread a whole lot because their their endurance truly lacks right now. They cannot finish games. And and it was very apparent in the Duke game. Is very apparent in the Gonzaga game, and even tonight you could kind of see them start so, to trail off.
1: What's weird about tonight is ozakowski has been dealing with like a cold flu issue, and they talked about it all night, um,
0: and he still played his ass off. He oh, he'll give it a hundred percent. He finally
1: night. finally started knocking down threes. Um, <laughs> he shoots a lot of them. Um, And they say he's a great outside shooter, but he finally showed that he could knock down some threes, especially in clutch time. Uh, While we were watching during a break, he knocked down a big-ass three late in the game. So I can't wait to see this this team and see how they compete against, you know, the Kansas, the OU, the Baylor, the West Virginia, these ranked teams. And I'm still shocked. Maybe it's just me, but I'm still shocked that Texas is not ranked in the top twenty five with the way they played against Duke, the way they played against Gonzaga
2: losses losses, yeah, you don't but, get ranked with moral victories okay like that that that's not how that works so an
1: unranked team should have beat a number one team in the country, and the rest decided that that team didn't deserve to win? They, they didn't want them to win? That's, that's Homer You're talk. You're telling me? That's Homer talk. No, watch the game. Watch the footage. Watch the fucking footage from I the I it on game.
2: right as you told me they were about to win. And then uh, and then you jinxed it. So they're going to have some opportunities to prove they should be a ranked team. Next Tuesday, while uh, we're recording the podcast, we've got Michigan at home. That's a game where you can, you know, plead the, the people who put numbers next to names. And then... 10 days after that, you got Alabama. In Alabama. Alabama is currently ranked in the top 25. I don't know their exact ranking, but uh, two opportunities where right before the Big 12 uh, play starts, you can put a number next to your name. What do you think about those two
1: games? Well, I think they're going to beat the shit out of Michigan. And as far as Alabama goes, I haven't watched them play much, but Alabama's was a good basketball team. We just watched the highlight from Duke on the
0: screen. Bagley the third. It's 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 all Bagley the third. That is Duke, and he's the one that destroyed Texas. In that he game, should Alabama be the season. number
1: one draft pick. He is so fucking good. He probably will be. He should be, and we're just now hearing about him. And the guy was a stud. Um, once the refs decided to get Mo Bamba. Out of the game, with fouls, it, it wasn't fair. Um, <clears throat> let's do first impressions. Let's talk college football. First impressions, we got
2: one game, one game only. Army takes on Navy. Navy, a three-point favorite in this classic matchup. I was trying to look up, I think they have played this like a 100-plus times. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Um, what is it, for the Commander's Cup? Is that what I call it?
0: um sure so. sure bud uh coach do you have a first impression uh my grandfather was in the navy so i'm gonna take navy hmm. my grandfather was in the army so i'll take army spencer
1: my grandfather was in the navy um and then i have another grandfather's in the army but i saw the navy's uniforms um and they're badass. Have you seen the Army's na- uniforms? I have not. Ooh. Just as cool. But I've seen Navy's uniforms. They are designed after a Blue Angel pilot's helmet. So I'm going with Navy. They're taking this thing by at least a touchdown.
2: a Navy there. Uh, all right. Contrarian. I love it.
0: Um, Army going all whites for this game. I'm excited about that, honestly. Yeah. I'm a fan of all whites honestly. I had all white cleats at one point in my playing career. So... Look at these; these are good. All this white with the gold, dude, with the two swords in the front. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be. Heart, and, and heart... I, honestly, I was just Navy's gonna beat him. Spencer and I talked about that Arizona uniform in in one of our breaks. That white with the gold lettering. Maybe talked about
1: it on the recording.
0: Maybe, but. Uh... I like that all white with the gold. It looks good. It's, it looks good. It's going to be classy.
1: Um,
2: all right, let's get into our nightcap.
1: Let's do it. Nightcap sponsored by Strange Land Brewery. Yes, it is. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Beer for any occasion? Beer for every occasion. Um, so we're going to talk about... Um, Wait. There you, beer there you go. Beer for all occasions. That's right. There you go. We're going to talk about... The Russians. Russians. Russia. The Russians. Um, the International Olympic Committee announced on Tuesday, today, um, the unprecedented step of suspending the Russian Olympic Committee for systematic, quote, systematic manipulation of the anti doping rules and system, but will permit. Individual athletes to compete in the upcoming Pyeongchang... Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang, Would you call me? Pyeongchang. Winter Games. If they meet standards determined by the IOC (laughs) panel. Um, So Russian athletes are going to be allowed to to compete, but they will be designated as, quote, Olympic athlete from Russia. Um... Which will be, will show up on a board as OAR um, with a corresponding uniform, whatever that means. It's probably just going to be a... White. Just white uniform. Yeah, it's got to be a white uniform. Um, And when they get introduced in the opening ceremonies, they will be walking behind the Olympic flag, not the Russian flag. Basically, you
0: will not see... There will not be a Russian flag.
1: You will not see Russia at all, unless one of these stupid-ass Russian athletes decides to pull out a Russian flag and they'll probably be shot on Kanta. Like, as soon as it happens. By
2: Spencer. <laughs> Quote him.
1: <laughs> nah, it would probably be that, that little rocket man from North Korea. I
2: thought him and rocket. the Russians were like teammates. If I'm being completely honest. They might be. Yeah. I don't know. It would it would throw the scent off. <laughs> I'm um, sure he listens to our podcast Russia so, well, Russia was
1: also assessed a fifteen million dollar fine to cover oh the cost God. of the in- investigation pocket change for yeah, I'm that's sure. nothing for Putin um but the real the, i mean obviously Something the real the real was. thing is not being able to fly your own flag at an Olympics, and we talked about this before the show. The Olympics is a national thing, you know you're you're competing for your nation, your your country. That's not about you. It's no. about your country. And now these athletes are gonna go, and it's like, you know, obviously we're we're competing for Russia, but we can't, we can't, we can't put a Russian flag if we win. You know, if we win, it's gonna be
0: a Olympic flag with the Olympic theme. Well, and here, and here's the thing: I, I do want to kind of take a step back because I do feel bad for the clean athletes within the Russian program. And and that's these are the athletes that are going to be able to compete as OAR athletes in the Olympics, but I mean this is a straight up like Watergate scandal. You and I went over this story, and I mean these these Russian officials straight up in the dark of night, yeah, doctors and and physicians picked locks and broke into rooms of urine samples to swap what they knew. Were dirty urine samples for clean samples. This is a fucking crazy I mean, story. It was absolutely nuts. Like the the espionage that went into this all, is a, all this, this cover up. This is a
1: sixteen month investigation. This is like Ezekiel Elliott, but they actually did something. But they actually they found did something. something. Um.
2: So everyone's surprised by this, as they should. Like like just no. said, it is is crazy. The 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 lengths they went to cover this up in the wrestling community. This is not a secret. Everybody knows that the <laughs> Russians are dirty. Everyone knows they've been doing steroids since they were able to pronounce the word. And this is crazy maddening to a lot of people who follow the Olympics and especially wrestling because the Russians have done so well over the last, you know, ten, twelve, you know, twenty years. And it's it's no big secret in in, in our world the wrestlers that the Russians are fucking cheaters. And it doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all that it spills over to other sports. <laughs> it just it only really makes sense. It, if anything it's it's more clear now in how it all
0: happened and and it, it's ridiculous to me hey, it's take more, a breath take a breath relax to me it's more interesting that it comes top to bottom instead of bottom to top like a lot of the times you when you see these scandals especially doping scandals it's, it's shitty countries it's bottom to top and well not even that but like it's it's, so it's low-end athletes trying to get that advantage or unrecognized physicians and doctors or trainers or whatever Trying to get that recognition, and it just amazes me. Well, that, then you look that, at you look
1: at countries like China and and Russia who have
0: underage gymnasts. We've we've seen that before. And dude, if you're Chinese, overage. I cannot tell you what age you are from thirteen to sixty. Like I could not tell you what age you are. So
1: are present. you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Here's
2: what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Trump to come out and tweet that the Russians should be allowed to fly their flag. <laughs> and, and if that comes out, freedom of speech. I I just uh, I'm gonna reserve what what I'll say, but I will say something great.
1: I promise.
0: <laughs> we'll definitely have a good uh, sports guys talking politics on that. Oh God, let's not
1: exactly. Let's not. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Um Thanks for pressing buttons over there It's a pleasure to host this podcast yeah. Coach, good to have you back man. Hey, it's great to be back, this was fun I'm your host, Spencer Philman Until next week, for the Sports Buzz We are Out! Peace! This party is officially over
2: yeah